What's going on, everybody? This is your girl, Chantel Shink. And this is Crystal Levette. And you're listening to Conversations at the Compound. Let's go. So the bottom line as to why we're doing this podcast is because we have a lot of dialogue all the time. All the time. And we believe we have great things to say. And we do have great things. And we do. We do. And we also notice that there's a lot of people with a lot of things to say. Right. And it's not always that good. So (laughs) we decided, man, we have these great conversations in private. We need to bring them to the public. Right. And let's spark some conversations. Let's open and expand our minds. And let's, you know, maybe even push the envelope a bit. Mm -hmm. So we decided, you know what? We need to get on air, online, and give our perspective, laced with truth, of course. And, you know, just bring another sound to the ears of humanity. Yes. So that's why we're here. Our culture, our culture. Culture uh, has a lot going on right now, and there are a lot of different opinions. There are a lot of different views. There are a lot. People are saying a lot of different things and have different views about the same things. Right. And um, I, you know, a lot of the things that I'm hearing. I just feel like we need other options. 100%. You know, we need other mindsets, and um, and that's what we're bringing to you today, and that's what we intend to bring to you for this podcast every time, every single time. Every you know, time. Um, we want to open up some very much needed conversation about things that people are not talking about that we need to be talking about, and then we need to be aggressively addressing. And so you're going to hear us speak about a lot of different topics. Right? Um, they're going to range from current events. It's just things that sexuality yeah just a lot of things that money hey relationships okay boo things okay keep going on okay all right and we gonna stop (laughs) so yes you are in for a treat we're excited and it's important that you know in this podcast that it's a safe place you know we're just gonna be honest um we believe in the power of freedom of speech right and so we're going to exercise that right and speak freely freely that's why we're here. So, and wait, before and before okay. we move on, I also want to say and add that this is a safe place. It's a safe zone where, you know, no judgment zone. Like, right. it's okay. It's okay to have different uh, views and different opinions. Well, and honestly, that's another show within itself. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times people tend to forget that opinion is opinion Mm -hmm. and an opinion is not judgment that's right so like she said it's a safe place and it's important that you know our listeners know that our opinions are opinions they are not judgment and sometimes our conversation pieces may not even be our own opinions but it may just be devil's advocate Mm -hmm. it may just be choosing to speak from a certain perspective to show another side of the coin yes and even in that it's a safe place we're not here to bash we're not here to to hurt feelings or fin, but if we do, we do. We can't control that, but that's not our intention. One thing you'll find out about us in listening to our podcast is we keep it real, mm-hmm. and we're not going to apologize for what we have to say. We're not going to be uh, sorry for what we feel is our truth, mm-hmm. and just discussing so, things. And like, then, and then, you know, we have, we have a lot of uh, verbiages that people use as far as you know, speak your truth, which is true. But then there is your truth, but and then there is the truth. True. And so we want to address our truths as well as the truth. And we try our best. I can speak for myself. I try my best to make sure that my truth is the truth. Like, I don't want to just live in my own world. Because right. when you start talking about speak your truth, live your truth, well, if you're not connected to reality, that's the problem. So, okay. you know what I mean? So it's like, it's a <laughs> truth that's 
firmly rooted and in, grounded, in, you know what I'm saying, in principle and, you know, cause and effect, action, reaction, like, you know, principles of life. So right. I think it's important to make that clear because we're not speaking a truth that's pulling it out of the cosmic skies. Like, yeah. no, we're not doing that. And just based on your own experience, because, you know, of course, you know, you live your life based off of experience. But then sometimes what we experience, it leads us down a path and it's not truthful right and we we live our lives based off of certain experiences and that becomes our truth but your the experience your experience is not always the truth right it and so circumstance yeah or, and, and you know. so you know we want to like like uh crystal said we want to live in a place of uh truth and then rooted rooted in reality right as well as in love too like yes. you know because i'm not we're not i'm not coming here and i'm not doing this podcast to you know try to bring somebody over to my side right. or try to believe like i believe right but we just want to talk and i think i think that people don't talk enough right i think people you know want to sound educated they want to sound like you know they have all of the answers that's not what we're here for no we just want to open up dialogue you know and we want to open up dialogue on things um that are important to us and then I think are important to culture as well. Right. And we're going to open that dialogue between the two of us. Mm -hmm. Hopefully it will inspire dialogue with you and your mate or you and your friends. We just are here and we are excited to be here. And we got some things to say today. today. What are we here to talk about today, Oracle? <sighs> we're going to talk about the pandemic. Okay. The coronavirus. Mm -hmm. COVID-19 okay. and specifically why Negroes won't stay home and I just want to make a disclaimer when she says Negroes I mean talking about everybody, everybody. Okay? <laughs> okay we're not just talking about a certain color or race not talking about black folks okay. only we're talking about everybody we just but we call those of you who won't stay home Negroes so we just need to make that disclaimer and um, for those of you who don't, you know, refer to the situation as the coronavirus, we are also addressing the Rona. Okay? Because Rona be acting up. Okay. <laughs> Rona Because I heard Corona up. means king or something like that. So we're just going to call it Rona. We're going to dethrone that right now. And just call it the Rona. So from this point on, if you hear say the Rona, Rona, <laughs> row, row, you know what we're talking about. That's COVID-19 coronavirus um so as you know we are in a pandemic right um, and let me just say not an epidemic a pandemic and what's that what's the difference what's the difference really Chantel? <laughs> do you know the difference <laughs> yes what's the difference i'm getting ready to google it right google now it, you put me on the spot <laughs> didn't tell me was giving you know, direct oh. definitions because i can tell you you know well, i could just round it up and just give a synopsis but you asked me for definition well, nobody told me to be prepared for a definition listen the reason why is because in a previous conversation you told me the difference between I an did, epidemic but i told you because i pulled up the definition okay. you gotta you know okay i'm pulling up epidemic you pull up i mean pandemic. i know what it is without pulling it up I mean, I'll pull it up just to be politically correct. But just for all my listeners, I do know what pandemic means. Um, so just don't get that I, I, I beg to differ, but okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> you did, you Listen, did a whole scenario. The, best, the, the bottom line is that... Look, okay, okay, you're going to do pandemic. Okay, I'll so do that. But I was just trying to prove to my listeners that I knew the difference and the meaning. But go ahead. Okay, so let's talk about... This I, is coming directly from dictionaries. Yeah. Make sure we're giving out proper information. Okay, so we're going to give the difference, first of all, because I think that's important. Um, an epidemic is a widespread occurrence of an infectious disease in a community at 
a particular time. Okay, now, a pandemic is a prevalent disease that's prevalent over a whole country or world. So in essence, we're talking about viruses and we're talking about diseases, but we're talking about um, the how it, how far it has expanded, how big it is, how what the effect of it is. So epidemic is an area, a more isolated amount, like let's say all of Southern California or all of the state of New York or all of you know the East Coast. That would still be considered a epidemic. Okay. A pandemic is when it's covered our whole country, which this has, and it has also moved not just from country to country, but it's affecting essentially the whole world. That makes it a pandemic, which clearly is worse than an epidemic. So we're not just dealing with something that's in an area, right. you know, or just a community. We're talking about the whole United States of America, Africa, Europe, the whole world, Asia, the whole world, all continents have have been affected by the Rona. Okay. With that being said, these countries that we just listed and the entire world have had to uh, take some extreme precautions as a result of the Rona that have included actually shutting down entire states and placing people in that state on lockdown, meaning shutting down the whole city. Right. Okay. In LA, in North Carolina, in New York, in Italy, mm -hmm. in Europe, to the point where even travel was banned and has been banned from Europe to the US country. Mm -hmm. and to other countries, okay? The, I'll even take it further. Not only have whole entire cities been shut down, um, events have been shut down. Right. Meaning Disney has closed. All, NBA, all sports activities mm -hmm. have been closed down. Stopped. And stopped. Um, churches have been shut down. Mm -hmm. Places that involve gatherings, large gatherings, have been shut down. Right. Okay? So, I'm saying this to say that the virus has been so extreme and so deadly that in order to contain it and in order to get in order to get a grasp on everything the powers that be have seen fit not only in America but in China but in other countries have seen fit to place emergency stay at home orders right so okay. what, what's the stay at home order I don't know. You don't have to pull out your dictionary. No, I don't need to. <laughs> okay, sister girl. You to call me out, sister girl. So you know, I, you know. <laughs> the stay-at-home order is basically in order to stay at home and not to leave your house. Who's that coming from? This is coming from the top in the U.S., mm -hmm. which is from the president, Donald Trump. Okay. okay? And he he uh, issued a, a an executive order for everyone to stay at home and for us not to leave our homes except for essential runs. Right. So okay? what is an essential run? An essential run has been deemed as for food, okay. for any type of medical care or medication. Mm -hmm. And if you're considered and deemed essential as far as your job is concerned. So, need to get your nails did. It's not essential. Not essential, boo. Okay. What about needing to get your toes did? Because it's the summertime. <laughs> Not essential. Mm. Haircut? Not essential. What about going to see a family member? 
still not essential. Hmm. It's not essential. It's not essential. And before we even, okay, it's not essential, but a lot of people are living and acting as if it is essential, these things. So then I guess the question becomes, if our country and our world's in a pandemic and the whole of the United States at one point was under a stay-at-home order. Mm-hmm. Um, what, when you're listening to this, at the time that you'll be hearing this, you know, um, a, a lot of different states have begin, begun to relax that stay-at-home mm-hmm. order. But essentially, we still are being asked to stay home. But my point is, with all of that, we see clearly that people are still out and about. Right. Now, we only know this because at our moments of essential runs, we're seeing a certain amount of people out and about. We wouldn't know this if we were staying at home ourselves. So um, on our end, on my end, I've been staying home and respecting that order as much as I possibly can, but you do have to go out sometimes and get things from time to time. But that's not what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. What we want to address and what we want to bring up is about people who are going out interacting with other people and it is 100% not essential. Right. In addition to that, it's not just one or two people. I have seen groups of people gathering together. Um, We are now in a situation where our government in different places are requiring you to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. And so in being out, I've been out and I've seen most people not wearing masks. Honestly, I see people to, to me in my mind, it's as if nothing is even happening mm-hmm. and nothing's even going on. And I am glad we're talking about this because I have a lot of questions or just, you know, I don't understand that behavior. It's mindsets. And that's what we're discussing. Corona, the, the, the Rona, this is, uh, you know, the object that we're talking about. This is the, the topic that we're talking about. But even at a, at a greater a greater thought process is the mentalities that this stay-at-home order and that this pandemic has exposed. Exposed. Right. Um, so, even though we're, I'm, we're we're located in LA, and even though right now we're in phase one, the phase that we're in, we're not really. That's not the that's not the focal focal point here. Right. The focal point here is the responses that have occurred as a result of the stay-at-home order being issued to the whole country. So let's get into it. I mean, what type of person won't stay home? (laughs) I mean, real talk, let's just get, let's dig right in. Like, who, who, what type of person won't stay home? What type of person goes out and is not wearing a mask? What type of person is going and visiting people and in gatherings with more than one person or more than the person that they're in quarantine with when we're in a pandemic and people are dying? Who does that? I, I don't, I, I need, I, I don't understand. Okay, well. And what type of mindset? Because you said we're talking, it's a mindset. Is it, it a mindset? It has to, yes. I believe that it is definitely a mindset and how the perception, the perception, okay? Um, there are some I've been having multiple conversations with multiple people, friends and family, um, and their experiences, what they are experiencing, what I have experienced personally during this time um, of 
this order being issued. And I have come to a few conclusions of what I am seeing. I've, I've been hearing multiple uh, responses with, that are the same, that have been the same type of uh, mindset. The first thing I think is that a person that would not stay home during this time is somebody that does not take this seriously. And we are talking about someone who is not an essential worker. Right. Right? We're talking right. about, okay. We're to make it clear. So I think that's one, one type of person, is a person that is not really taking this seriously. Okay. Okay? So then you have to say, how can you not take it seriously when people are dying? So you're telling me this person just doesn't believe it's happening? They're not, they're not taking it seriously. They don't think it's serious. They, they don't think people are dying? They don't think they think that people are dying, but they're saying, you know, people died during the flu. Okay. I'm hearing that. I'm hearing that. This is a uh, well, have you seen the oh so many people died through abortions? Yes, yeah, it's nonsense. This is nonsense. This is nonsense. It's nonsense. Like people are dying. And my thing is, is that I believe that these people who are not taking it seriously, they won't really take it serious until someone close to them dies. Do you do you think it's safe to say that the people who aren't taking it seriously are just are they are they crazy? Like are they delusional? Like oh, <laughs> the reason why I say that Girl. is because I, how do you know that people are literally dying? And we're not talking about the flu that killed however many thousand people over mm -hmm. the course of a 12-month period mm -hmm. last year. That's what I'm seeing. Last year, this many people died from the flu. Mm -hmm. This year, da-da-da. I'm talking about thousands of lives being lost over the course of months. What type of person, how can you just act like that's not happening and continue on as with life and business as usual to the point where you're protesting? Mm -hmm. You are acting a monkey fool on social media, mm -hmm. calling people out, talking crazy talk. Some people are talking crazy talk and putting God behind it, putting God's name in it. You know what I'm saying? Going to do uprisings and revolts. like crazy. <laughs> and yet, we know that people are actually dying. We're at almost 100,000 people in the U.S. alone that have died from the Rona. So what do you what do you say to those people? People who just don't who who are just ignoring. To be honest, it's really you can say whatever you want to say, but people will do. People, I've come to the realization that people will do what they want to do, right? And that's fine. It's their right to do what they want to do. But I have a problem when you begin to put my life at risk, right. and you begin to put my family at risk. Right. And so I feel that there is a perception that is totally off because now we're not we're, I'm hearing talk about freedom mm -hmm. and that by you know this staying at home order being issued that our freedoms are being violated do you agree with that no I don't I definitely don't um, the thing is is that about this virus that's different is because of how contagious it is right and I believe that there has to be some type of order that has to take place in order to get some type of containment on what's happening. Nobody's ever seen this virus before and daily new information is being discovered about, you know, how this thing is, it, it, what it is. Right. And, and, and you can't really cure something, you can't really find a vaccine for something that you don't know about.
Right. So it's we're in consistent research and we're in every day new information is coming out about the Rona. Right. Right. So the idea of creating this order to stay at home is so that we can contain and stop the spread. Right. It is not to dictate. It is not to take away your rights and your freedoms. This is an act. I, I see it as an act of love right. for one another. And I believe that in creating that order, stay-at-home order, it really is a sacrifice. It is. I, I believe that we all understand that the economy is being affected. We all understand that people need to make money. We understand that. And so, to st shut that down and to stop that, to slow that down, that is a sacrifice because everyone is affected when no one can make money. Right. And so for our nation to make that decision, they're having to make the hard choice because we're saying, they're saying that human life is more important. And so to me, I feel like people who are making it about freedom, who are making it about amendments and you know laws and things not you know being respected, I think that if that's a part of it, fine right. but I don't think it's the big part definitely yeah. I don't think it's the focus and I think you do yourself a disservice when you make it about that this has to be and has always been about lives yes, human right. life humanity it should this be is, this it, it has been from the beginning that's the whole point it's taking lives right. it's making people sick so the freedom thing that's secondary right the economy it's secondary the conspiracy theories are it's secondary. secondary maybe you know, hey, hey, maybe it was released by the government <laughs> listen they say I, it came from China some people said the government always knew about it maybe it's true yeah maybe but, you know maybe it's about the elections I've heard so many right. theories and listen I'm not even saying that this stuff is not true I, it could be about the elections it could be about a lot of things I believe that it's a lot of information that we don't know right. that the government does know. Right. I believe that there are a lot of cover-ups that are going on and there's a lot going on behind this virus that we have no idea about and it could be, you know, that our government is not being completely honest. But what we do know, people are being affected, lives have been lost, right. families are hurting and people suffering, are suffering and our nation will never be the same. And I think that all of us need to accept that reality and start to process what's going on through reality. One of the other things that I've heard a lot throughout the conversation of the coronavirus and COVID-19 is people are saying they don't know what to believe. They're saying that, you know, it's all sorts of information that's coming out. There, There's so many things that people are saying, you know, there have been reports that they are, you know, not having the right numbers as far as the amount of deaths or you know, it's not doing anything to wear a mask. It's just so many different things in the air. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are sitting there and saying, well, it's so much conflicting information. I don't, I don't know what to believe. Well, I get that, but I also feel like a lot of people are using that as an excuse not to be responsible and not to respond to what's happening around us. I get it. There's a lot of information out there. There are a lot of things being said from sources we trust and sources we don't trust. But to me, I just feel like, first of all, in life, you choose what you believe. In general. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, some people say 
you know, the sky's blue. Some people say the sky's not really blue. You know, it's light gray. Somebody says the world is flat. Somebody says the world is round. Have any of us been in space? Do we really know? You choose what you believe. Like you have to choose to believe and take something as truth outside of the stuff that you have factual information from. And you don't really know if even the facts are true as you're the one doing the research. So at the end of the day, do we really know what to believe? Maybe not. But what we know for sure, like I just said, people are dying. So I just think as an individual, you have to search within your heart and you have to choose, like I said from the very beginning of this this broadcast, this episode, is you have to live in truth. And the truth is people are dying. The truth is there is a pandemic happening. That's not false information. That part is true. People dying, we know that that's happening. And we know that it is the virus that's killing these people. These people are not dying because of the wind. They're not dying because of the air. These people are dying because of a virus. Now. Do we know the details, the specifics as, as to exactly, you know, what is really happening deep, deep undercover? Maybe not. But what we know, people are dying. There's a pandemic and there is a virus. So the ones that want to act like it's not happening, shame on them. The right. people that want to just keep living life like normal, shame on you. Right. Because people have lost people. Right. And that's not cool. And then uh, I and that leads me to another point, which sits heavily as far as I'm concerned which is the reality of human nature, right? Humanity, right? I I believe like this these these events, this pandemic has really put a spotlight on humanity. And can I just say I think that that's really sad. I feel like it's really really unfortunate that it takes tragedy. That tragedy tends to be the things that really cause people to either step up or for people to actually show you what they're really about. It really reveals what's in the heart of man. And, it, and it's unfortunate that it's tragedy that have that where that has to happen. If you look at history, a lot of times change didn't come until there was a tragedy. Something bad had to happen for people to really reveal what's really in their hearts. And I just wish we could live in a, a world where like, it really is you get what you see. What you see is what it is, but that's not the case. Yes, and the other tragic thing about what we're saying as as it relates to humanity is that within this COVID-19 and this pandemic that's happened, people still really care about themselves right. more than humanity. Right. And I feel like the bottom line is that this is about loving one another, loving your fellow brother, caring enough about how you affect the people around you. Well, there are some people that would say, well, listen, I got to live this life and I choose to love myself. Right. <laughs> and what's wrong with that? Well, I would say to them, if that impacted their mother or their father or their sister or their brother or their child, would you stay the same thing? Because the reality is, is that people are asystematic and they might not be responding or have any type of problems physically, but they still could be carrying the virus. They could be a carrier and they could go 
and be walking in the grocery store close to your mom or your dad or your sister or your brother and can infect them. And nine times out of ten, the person that is asystematic is not the person that's just going to take the test just because. Right. Most, most likely, they, they don't know. Yeah, because they don't. They're not having any symptoms. So why would you test for that? Right. But the majority of people, especially you know the younger generation, you know we don't really. We're not thinking along those lines. Right. We're thinking, you know, if there's nothing wrong, then I'm going to keep living. <laughs> I'm I'm my... Right. But you also, somebody calls and like, mm, mm-hmm. I hope that's not the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's real. So I think, man, listen, we need to care about each other. That's what I'm saying. It's so selfish. It's selfish. Like, what does it hurt you? to put a mask on? What does it hurt you to have gloves? What does it hurt you to stay in the house and not really do other things that are not essential? Well, because what you're asking people to do is uncomfortable. What you're asking people to do is inconvenience themselves. What you're asking people to do is to change their normal and to change their way of living when nothing's affected me, right? right? You're asking me to change the whole way I do things so I can't beat my face, I gotta put on a mask because right. everybody else supposedly are dying and everybody else supposedly got the coronavirus. I'm fine, I'm good, yeah, I'm not coughing, I'm not in the hospital, uh-huh. you know what I mean? And I, mean the... I, so I gotta go dump sometimes. If I die, I die to you. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> right. But then when they lay in that hospital bed, it's like, God, yeah. if you can let me live just one more day. Yeah, I mean, one more day. I promise. You know, it's just, and you don't, and like you said, you don't want to have to get to the point where you have you know where you in a position where you you fighting for your life and i'm just saying people please just be be considerate care have some empathy have some compassion for your fellow brother and in this case because i I tell my my people in my world like i don't live in a world of what ifs but i think in this case you could process your life right now when you know there's a pandemic and you could live in a place of what if I did have the coronavirus. Right. What if I am walking around asystematic with no traces of symptoms, but I'm carrying this virus that is contagious? What if? And I think if maybe you just consider that possibility, like, I mean, honestly, anyone who's not having symptoms could say to themselves, but what if? What if I am carrying it? What if I am asystematic? Then what does that mean? How do I how do I function then? When right. I, some people you got kids at home, right. okay? You got a spouse that you got, you got parents, elderly parents. What if? And so I think ultimately what you're saying is true. I think that when people aren't thinking along those lines right now, I'm not asking you to live like this your whole life. Forever. That's fine. This is yeah. I'm not telling you gotta live like this forever, but right now, when we are fully aware that there is a pandemic going on, I think we can just take a moment and be selfless, not be selfish, and just say, okay, let me just process things as if, what if I was a person that could be potentially carrying this virus and did not know how would I respect the world around me and the people around me. Right. And you would have a problem. You would have a problem if it was you on the other foot. Like right. if it was, the, it was the other way around. You would have a big problem if you are walking and somebody coughing on your mom, somebody not wearing a mask. I mean, it's just doing to others, man. Right. You, and then on top of that, the other thing is wisdom versus fear. Like we're not, I'm not, I am not saying 
and to be fearful of anything that's happening. But I'm saying being sober, and I'm saying being wise and using wisdom. Yeah, we're not talking about fear. Not no, at all. We're not like nobody. About I'm not afraid. I don't. I'm not afraid of going outside. I'm not afraid dying. of dying. I'm not afraid of the virus. I believe. I, you know, I, I'm not afraid of anything. But I'm saying you have to use wisdom. You have to be wise. You need to. You need to use your common sense. Right. And it's a lot of people that they're not using common sense, or they just just don't care. And they, then that's when it makes me think about the realities of we're in a place now where our nation is trying to start reopening. Right. So then you're talking about people who the whole time haven't been wearing a mask. The whole time you've still been going to go see your friend and kick it. The whole time you've been going out unnecessarily not respecting. And then you're talking about our nation beginning to reopen where there's going to be a lot of interaction that hasn't been happening over the course of the last 30, 60 days, then that's going to really take things potentially to a whole nother level. And that's the other thing that we have to be concerned about or aware of that our nation is trying to reopen. You telling me hundreds of thousands of people have contracted a virus, thousands of people have died, it's been two months plus I don't really know what's really changed. There's not a vaccine. There's not a miracle spray that they've come out with that has changed the fact that Corona is in these streets. And yet, Rona is in these streets. Rona is still in these streets. Rona is and, and, and people want to act like she's not, but she's still up in here. Yeah, listen. Let me give you this, this is the thing. Let, let me give you the statistics of what the reality is, is in regards to what, um, you know. So I'm going to go over a few statistics real quick. As of Friday morning, COVID-19 has infected more than 6,651,047 people across 188 countries and territories. And this has resulted in over 391,439 deaths. In the U.S., all 50 states Plus, the District of Columbia have reported and confirmed cases of COVID-19 that tally over 1,875,660 people. These illnesses have infected that much, that many people. The COVID-19. First of all, that doesn't matter if you don't believe it. Mm. Well... That's true. A lot of people don't. A lot of people they don't, don't think it's that serious. A lot of people don't. And so, unfortunately, I think you said this earlier, sometimes people got to learn the hard way. And sometimes people won't get it until it comes knocking on their door. Right. And so, all we can do is, you know, we're preparing to reopen. And right. The nation is, our governors and senators and our president are making moves towards reopening our nation and trying to get things back to normal, but we all know there's a new normal. Okay, and then let me say this. I don't even think it's about people trying to get things back to normal. I think it's trying to get the economy economy back up and running. But how is that gonna happen? Well, but this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying that absolutely nothing has changed. I'm saying that people are still doing Broadcasting from their homes. Right. They're doing a lot. They're tell every the media, television wise, 
it's not back to normal. People are still doing everything in at their at their house. Right. <laughs> they're sitting at the kitchen table. They're in their living rooms. They're at their desks. They're home doing their job. Commercial still. Everything stay home. they're doing. They <laughs> editing and doing. You know, <laughs> cutting and pasting and right. doing all these different. Being creative with how they're Zooming. yeah, with they're doing their advertisements with because things are not back to normal. The White House is not opening up for tours. Somebody said something which I agree with 100%. They said if Beverly Hills is not open, then I'm not I'm not I'm not open like that. Right. You know what I mean? So what I, I I'm, what I'm saying is that the government doesn't necessarily have our best interest at heart, and the decisions that are being made may not be being made for health reasons. Right. To protect, which is crazy, the the, the the American people. But guess what? If there are no American people, then there's really no nation. There's nothing. The na- the the nation is the people. We just have to value people. life more. I, right. I really believe we have to value human life more on, on on every level. And this is what this virus is showing. It's showing that a lot of the leadership don't value human life. People, even even the even the normal everyday person is not placing that much value on human life. They're placing more value on themselves or what they need. So then we're here, we're doing this podcast really to bring some things to light, to discuss some things, but also to petition to our brothers and sisters and human beings like, look, you may not believe everything and you may not 100% agree with everything. But let's just make a conscious decision to care about one another and to recognize that, you know, we are in a pandemic and to just make decisions being a little bit more thoughtful of the people around you. I'm not telling you got to buy into it. Right. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I'm not saying you have to be on board with the president and the government, the choices that are being made. But we just ask that you take into account that lives have been lost and that there is something out there taking lives that has been named the coronavirus, COVID-19, and to make a conscious decision to just do your part to help the people around you to be safe, right? Right? There's CDC guidelines, right? There are places people can go Mm -hmm. to get information and just basic things that you can do to just be safer. Right. Um, and, And simply, you know, get proper rest. Right.